Hello, modern Catholics. How are you today? My name is Matthias, and with me today is Daniel Valentino. Hello, everyone. Today we have a very important topic, given the proximity or how close we are to Holy Week. Uh, we wanted to dive, delve deeper into reflection on the last stage of Lent, starting with Palm Sunday. Matthias, what is actually Palm Sunday? So Palm Sunday is the sixth Sunday of Lent. So it's the end of Lent, but it's also the first day of the Holy Week, as some people say. Uh, we celebrate Jesus' arrival in Jerusalem. And uh, on this day, people put palm leaves on the ground uh, for him because palms are a symbol of respect and victory. And he walked on those palm leaves, or he was riding a donkey on those palm leaves. And that was the way he entered Jerusalem. And everybody was happy, and nobody knew about him coming, but they were all so excited to see him. And people wanted to touch Jesus and go outside. And it's a very important day for us Catholics. So we have a lot of traditions we do on Palm Sunday. Can you maybe say one tradition we do, Daniel? Well, the biggest one, the main one, the one that we Catholics share, share around the world is the giving of blessed palm during Mass. There's a big pack of actually palm leaves that are given away uh, to everybody attending Mass. And then afterwards, that uh, those palms are blessed during the, during the Mass. And... People keep them. Some people do different things with them. Um, many do actual shapes, shapes of crosses with it. I personally do shapes of crosses. Uh, uh, do you do the same, Matthias? Um, we personally are at home. We also are always pack them behind a cross and to have them as a sign of being alive in our lives during the year because we see the greenery turning dark and brown after some time because of the natural process of regenerating. So that's a really nice sign to have a cross and behind the cross is the green leaf of the palms. Well, personally, or in my family, what we do with the crosses after we, well, after we make the palm into a cross is I put it on my bed underneath the mattress. I think that helps me sleep. It might be a placebo effect, but, you know, I like it. Uh, although it's not, the palm itself is not a lucky charm. Uh, it's a symbol, an actual symbol of the, the happiness of the people that receive Jesus. And they were not prepared. Even people with Jesus were not prepared for, for the interest. They, they grabbed the donkey and had Jesus on it so people can see him. It was really quick. That also shows humility that he didn't enter like some people will want it in that time with, you know, big power and and, and a big vehicle, a carriage. No, he just did it on a, on a donkey. Everybody was happy, already knew, heard about his miracles, already they were profoundly happy in their heart. And that's why we're celebrating. That's why we share. And that's why I like to, to remember uh, whilst 
uh, Palm Sunday. Um, how do you see Palm Sunday, Matthias? How, how do you internalize it? And for me, it's a start of a really important week because in this week I spend a lot of time in church, but also I'm thinking a lot about life and I'm thinking about how Jesus walked this way and how I maybe walk this way also, like this time. And it's a really good reading because uh, you learn about his um, yeah, his life and also his personality, his character, you know. People shouted king and for the first time in public and called him king. And uh, he was still very humble and, yeah, everybody, everybody was happy for him. But uh, he wasn't, uh, he didn't, he was still grounded, you know. He was uh, not, he didn't feel like, uh, yeah, God or something. Yeah, I think it's an interesting point that we sometimes forget that Jesus was a person, actually, an actual person. And as a person, yeah, he didn't commit sin, but he had uh, ways of living, he had personality, he had the culture. Things that he did were very much attached to the culture. If it wasn't in Jerusalem, but maybe, I don't know, in China, they wouldn't be in palm leaves it would have been something different and, and so it's very interesting to to see the part of um, the history how he was attached like all of us to a culture to a language to to a geographical location everything that affects a regular person affected him so i i, I do like reminding that reminder on on palm sunday and um, in Well, after this Palm Sunday actually didn't happen right before um, Holy Week. Uh, it wasn't actually a week before uh, all the events of uh, Eastern that, uh, that this uh, happened. But sometime after Holy Thursday did happen. And give us a little rundown, Matthias, of Holy Thursday. Well, on Holy Thursday happened one of the most important things or our daily life still, uh, the Last Supper. Jesus uh, knew that he would be betrayed by one of his disciples, and he still invited him, and he was at the table with him when he was breaking the bread, and he knew that he is going to die. So he, after uh, the Last Supper, he goes to the Mount of Olives to pray, and there was also this temptation. You know, he asked God, he asked himself, Uh, if he's ready to give his life for our sins and for our lives. And uh, he didn't fail into the temptation because God was on his side and God helped him in this time. And he knew this is going to be happening because it was already uh, written before that it's going to happen. And in this night, he's getting arrested. And um, it's a very important day for all of us, because the Last Supper is actually the thing we do every Sunday, or we remind ourselves what's happened or what happened on Holy Thursday every Sunday. Is Holy Thursday for you also a very important day, Daniel? Well, extremely. And one of my favorite passages on the life of Jesus comes when he goes to pray in the Mount of Olives. Uh, he says, and, well, I'm paraphrasing, but he says that if possible, God, 
don't make me do this. But if this is your will, then I will do it. That's in essence what he said. And I think that's an example for all of us on how to, how to pray. And everybody does this. I do this where I ask God for something specific and, and I want it this way. And sometimes that's not the plan. So it's not that I cannot ask for something specific. Like Jesus asked, look, if, if I don't have to die, please just take the chalice away from me. But if it is God's will, then it is God's will. So that, that humility that he showed, being the son of God, is an example for all of us. And when we're praying, when we're asking, when we're giving thanks, whatever it is, uh, there's still the, okay, how does this fit in your plan? I can't see it, but, you know, just I release control to you. I keep asking, but I release control to you. So uh, that that's one of the things on that day that I, it carries through with me the whole year. Uh, and, and on that, and also for the history, how important it is, how communion itself comes from the, the Last Supper and Jesus breaks bread and wine and says, do this. Although it's not called a commandment, but I think it's almost a commandment. He said, do this in memory of mine. Like, you guys do this. So that's why we do it. We do it every day at church. Yes. And especially Good Friday, on this day, Jesus shows that he put all his trust into God's will. And I think it's important that we remind ourselves um, that, of course, we make decisions, but sometimes we have to face God in prayer and ask him what is his plan for us, because Jesus trusted his words and what he had planned for him. So it's important that we also take our time to do that. And that's a very good activity kind of you can do on Good Friday, maybe, you know, be a little bit more silent, focus on yourself and of your prayer with God and have a conversa conversation because prayer is not only you waiting for God uh, to speak to you, but it's a conversation of you and God. And uh, that's, I think, a good opportunity to have this kind of uh, prayer on this special day. And this is all happening uh, in three days, you know, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, And um, what's happening until the Easter Vigil? What, it's going, what is going on in this time, Daniel? For Easter Vigil, so how it actually happened was that after uh, Jesus dies, he's buried. Uh, it's a kind of a loose term. He also was actually put inside a... A cave, if you will, when they put a stone over him, and then three days, which means two nights. So it'll be the night of the Friday, then the night of the Saturday, and the rising sun of the Sunday. That's when he resurrected. So in Easter vigil, that will be the Saturday night. We're waiting for that Sunday morning for him to resurrect. So the in church itself, it is it a more in depth service. Um, Every, the lights are dimmed uh, to reflect first that it's night, but also the the funerary aspect of 
of Jesus dying. Jesus was actually dead. So the same way you're you're having a vigil for anybody who passed away the same with Jesus, but you're just waiting for that for that reason. And then uh, closing to the end, an Easter vigil, uh, you get the actually rising of Christ, which is what we all celebrate in most masses. There's someone who gets uh, appointed the honor to represent Christ and come in and uh, just like people select baby Jesus for Christmas to do the manger, the same thing, the nativity scene, the same thing for, for the Easter vigil. Uh, it's, it's all symbolism, it's all a reminder, but it's also the, for me at least, is the most important part of being Catholic as a whole. The whole cornerstone of our faith is that Jesus came back from the death. Not that he wasn't killed, no. He died and resurrected. And he told us, all of you are going to do the same if you want. So that inflection point is, for me, the most important. And that's the, the, the whole idea, the reminder. And then as, as, as traditions go, there's uh, things that you do. I remember when I was a kid, um, the in the Easter vigil, you know, small, eight, nine years old, so the service was long, and when it ended, uh, everybody was happy, and I was just kind of happy it finally ended because I was, you know, sleepy. But after seeing it, the symbolism, then you're actually going with Jesus through this process, and then when he resurrects, you're truly happy, and you understand you're happy not just for him, you're happy for you. That he did that means that you have hope to be saved. How did you usually uh, celebrate this vigil? Like, what was, what do you do, Matthias, or what did your parish usually do? Um, basically, we had a, was a vigil and long mass service. So everybody who went to an Easter vigil knows that we have long readings and everything takes a little bit more time. But what I really like is that we had an Easter fire. So we had an actual fire in front of the church and we all gathered around it. And then uh, we prepared the Easter candle uh, for the parish. And then we all went inside and it was a really nice feeling because the church was completely dark and we brought the light into the church with the Easter candle, uh, which is the sign of the resurrection of Jesus. So the, all the days are very important but especially Easter is so important for the Catholic Church and all Christians. On these times, uh, some of us are, may not be able to go to church. Uh, here, churches open uh, to a limited capacity. Other places that might be, some other places no, don't, or you just don't feel comfortable going outside right now. Um, what to do, what are good exercises. So a great one uh, with Matthias mentioned the fire and the whole bringing the fire to the church, which means we are the light that makes the church up. And that light comes from God, which comes from Jesus. Just a simple candle at home. It might be a bit cliche, but if something that first will give you a point of concentration where you can see it, uh, and you can feel uh, the heat of a candle, 
but all in also is usually you're really to concentrate lower light to silence not silence so much as the sounds but getting rid of distractions and just let that conversation with god flow one thing that i always find useful is uh, i feel like i believe i speak more with jesus than to god now that's one and the same person however jesus is a person and because he's a person I feel a little bit more relatable. Therefore, I, it's easier for me to strike that conversation. Um, I even just just for my just tricks and little tips to make that conversation flow. It's actually imagine him as a person there, not just the God Almighty all the way up in heaven, just someone in front of you, Jesus himself. And conversation can flow easier that way. Sometimes you don't have to say nothing, but something simple as a candle in a place where you can imagine Jesus being there is a great, great exercise, a spiritual exercise that you can do. Is there any other things that you like to do, Matthias, uh, or you think someone could do now that not all churches are accessible? Um, I think what's really or what you what's a good opportunity right now to do is maybe just to go over the readings maybe grab your family or the people you're living with uh, gather around a table and maybe put the candle in the middle and really go over the readings but intentionally not just read them like a book or like something you would read in the newspaper but like something that is important to you and maybe go over it a few times. That's what's helpful sometimes because when you read something for the second or third time, you realize, oh, you see new words, you see a new uh, perspective on the story. And I think that's something you really can do with uh, the liturgy and the readings we have during these days and during Easter. So maybe take your time, ask somebody else to do it maybe with you um, and do that at home. You could even do it virtually. Um, if there's some family member they haven't seen in a long time, this is a great excuse to, to go and do something together and bring them closer to, to God with you. Um, in for some for some other people maybe what you need is 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 to be alone maybe grab a bit of time to be by yourself maybe if you're someone who are constantly surrounded by people you may need to do the other way around and be by yourself being alone and not having any other external influence and and, put your candle yourself and go and take few moments doesn't have to be the whole day an hour for you that that allows you to be closer to God and that's at the end what we're really trying to do when we go to service when when we go to mass when we um, pray hear the readings all of this is an attempt to be closer to Jesus closer to God and eventually resurrect just like just like Jesus did that Keeping that in mind, or I always try to keep that in mind. Personally, I had a very hard time this week because my grandmother passed away. 
Um, and this week, through praying the rosary and going to church, it's a good, it's a, it has been a great reminder of resurrection and the whole point of us doing this is resurrection. I have the, not just the belief, but the security that my grandma will resurrect. I will when I pass away. It's not really a sad thing. It's a good thing. We're going with God. So having that reminder in several stages of our life, I think it's very important. So always keep keep that in mind. You know, go over the readings with your family or by yourself or praying, but keeping that reminder that he resurrected and he's going to resurrect us. So whatever happens around you, you're sort of good. You're safe. There's hope. Eventually, you'll get you'll get there. You'll get uh, you'll get to eternal life. Well, thank you for sharing that, Daniel. And I think everybody has his own connection to Easter, and I think it's an important event. So we want to take a next episode to talk and reflect about Easter and what's happening and what kind of connection we have to what's happening on Easter. If you like what you heard today, check us out at ignite-canada.ca. That's ignite-canada.ca, where you can also find a ton of other cool stuff. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We are called Ignite Young Adult Ministry. And may the force of the Lord be with you.